Chara Supply Chain. Highlighting and showcasing solutions for the most complex challenges. Facing the industry in 21st century by our team of subject matter experts and mentors. Broadcasting every week all year round, we will present the most up-to-date series of podcasts and webinars. Hello and welcome to another episode of Bijara Supply Chain. This is Lord Hadi House and I am speaking now with Conrad. He is a consultant and trainer focused on operations and supply chain management and he is based in Poland. Today's topic is the forecasting and scenario planning in the SOP during uncertainty period. Thank you and welcome to our show, Conrad. Uh, hello, Nohati. Welcome. Hello. Looking at your profile where you have been working for many years in the consulting industry, I think it's more than 20 years, right? So can you please tell us a bit about yourself and how you met up with your professional career as a supply chain consultant? Well, so as, as you already said, uh, something like 20 years ago, I started as a production engineer. I was responsible for that. It was a different production engineer because I was responsible for the finished goods, uh, quality of the finished goods, raw material process, and had something like 100, 120 people to manage. Mm, so all in one, um, we, were, we were producing some home appliances production mm-hmm. but for very... Uh, well-known Dutch brand, but uh, I think we don't want to have some, uh, no product placement, so I won't tell the name. Uh, then I moved to aut- automotive industry. I was a quality manager, production manager. I worked for tier two, tier one, for French, for Japanese company. Uh, and I always had a need to share my knowledge, my my experience. So um, I started as a as a consultant that you can hire. Mm-hmm. And in 2008, uh, I started uh, to work for an automotive uh, industry, industry uh, automotive company as a production director. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was 2008. So on January 2009, uh, contracts for all employees were changed from full time to part time. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, the company did not fire anybody during this downturn and as an award I say uh, in July 2009 the company had the highest sales ever in a 20 years of uh, its, its history so I might say that I have a, a little experience in surviving the downturn uh, mm-hmm. and this moment I'm an APIC CPIM instructor. I'm a demand-driven planner professional by Demand-Driven Institute. So that's my background. Mm-hmm. Awesome. So um, we are talking about the COVID-19 where it impacts to the supply chain. So how do you see a current global supply chain planning in relation to this COVID-19, uh, Conrad? Uh, what, I, what I observe, uh, it's... Uh, two kind of companies, I would say. Um, uh, the first group of companies, uh, they, during even the peaceful time, are managed in a way, that I would call it in a, as a chaos. So you can imagine what is happening in such a companies right now. Fires everywhere, firefighting everywhere, and everyone on the board is a firefighter. 
but what we also what I also see is that um, some of those companies just just stop, they just think a little bit and say, okay, it's not the best way to manage the the business. Uh, the other group of companies are totally different. Um, those companies have a proper pl- processes in place and. Just to make sure, uh, I don't claim that they were prepared for something like COVID-19. No, I I can even bet that uh, there is no company in the world that has such a scenario in the contingency plan, okay? Mm -hmm. Closing the whole continent for a few months? No, I don't believe it. But they know how to react and Mm -hmm. they have processes in place. let me give you some examples from uh, companies that work in Poland. Uh, we have a company that uh, is producing some cleaning supplies, uh, disinfectant uh, sprays, liquids. Mm, they increase in sales. It's a week to week is a few hundreds percent. And this is not my opinion. It's a supply chain manager who wrote it to me. Uh, he said he wrote, uh, we simply know what to do. Uh, instead of doing sales and operations planning once a month, we do it every week. Yeah. Meeting with sales is now almost every day. We don't have enough capacity. We don't have enough raw material. So every day they simply uh, decide about the fair share of the available products to, to the customers. Contacting the suppliers almost every day. Yeah. So... Another company that I can think of is a um, uh, producer of the different variety of pumps, a well-known brand around the world. And when we also spoke with the supply chain manager, she said, uh, I had three SNOP during the two weeks period. So almost every three, four days, she need to have a meeting with the CEO and make another decision because everything is changing around. Mm-hmm. The market is closed. The supplier is closed. Uh, you cannot predict that. Okay. You cannot even take everything under consideration. So you have to react, but you have the process in place. Mm-hmm. So I wanted to jump into another question. So uh, what kind of scenario can we have in mitigating the supply chain's planning risk? <laughs> well, uh, all three. <laughs> what, what I mean, all three. Well, mm, uh, what we done also with the, in MPM in our consulting company, yeah. and also what we propose to our customers, that uh, instead of having having only one scenario, mm-hmm. uh, prepare for three. Mm-hmm. And it seems obvious: uh, optimistic one, pessimistic one, and the realistic. So Mm -hmm. three scenario instead of one. And what you need to take under consideration is, uh, uh, for example, optimistic scenario. Uh, How long will the lockdown will last? Yeah. Based on the Korea, you can say, okay, six weeks. That will be very optimistic, but still it happened. Realistic, it can be something like eight up to 10 weeks lockdown. Uh, for the pessimistic scenario, I don't know, maybe Italy, maybe Spain, maybe United States will set up some standard. But at this moment, we can calculate something like 
14, 16 weeks of the lockdown of the, of the whole market. So this is the one uh, piece of the, of the scenario. Mm-hmm. Uh, the second step is um, the answer the question, each company needs to do this, what will happen afterwards? What will happen with demand? Uh, will we increase very quickly to the um, level that we had before the pandemic? Or, well, that can be optimistic scenario. Another more maybe realistic, it will be that for a few weeks, four, six weeks, there will be very slow increase. And after that, we get to the level before COVID-19. And the pessimistic scenario, for three or four months, there will be no increase in sales. And after that, we get a little bit higher, but we'll never get to the level that we had before the pandemic. So mm-hmm. that's the scenario that every company should should start with. Mm-hmm. Perfect. Another thing I would like to ask is how do scenario plans support the supply chain? Can you please uh, tell us a few examples on how this, this can be done? Um, well, uh, I would rephrase the question how scenario plans uh, not support only the supply chain, but yeah. how the scenario plan uh, support the company, the whole company. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And in this moment, um, I think you also have this saying in, in English, cash is the king. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So based on whatever we have, uh, we need to look at the, at the cash because it will mm-hmm. give us the information whether the company will survive or not. Yeah. Uh, that's the basics. And so another thing is uh, maybe we'll have some uh, artificial intelligence. Maybe we have some system, information technology, information system that will help us to validate, to uh, check those, all those scenarios. Uh, if we don't have it, Okay, but we need to do something about it. Uh, Maybe it will be the mostly wise uh, Excel production system, can be, but we need to check all those scenarios. And what we propose to our um, customers is if we don't have a tool, right tool, information tool, try to do uh, some kind of a combination because if we have three scenarios for uh, when the lockdown will end, uh, three scenarios uh, how the demand will start after the pandemic, it will, it, we will end up with a uh, huge, at least nine version of the scenarios. Mm-hmm. So it might be too difficult to, to analyze all of it. Mm-hmm. And we don't want to end with the analyzed paralyzed. So what we suggest is to take the pessimistic scenario on the lockdown. So mm-hmm. in that case, it will be something like 14, 16 weeks. Mm-hmm. And also the pessimistic version of the demand increase. So nothing for the few months, maybe. Mm-hmm. And that will be our uh, pessimistic scenario. Optimistic. Short lockdown, something like four, uh, six weeks. And after that, uh, quick increase in the sales, yeah, and somewhere in between there will be a realistic. And after that, we need to make a plan. What kind of action for each of this scenario we need to put in place? 
hey, what kind of a decisions we may we need to make. Of, of course, at the last moment, okay, uh, and based on that, we can not only support the supply chain but also sales. We also can support HR in our companies because mm -hmm. that's the tough, tough decisions. And um, for example, um, if we two, three months ago, we started some investment in a new production line. Yeah. Uh, probably um, we already, some companies already did this, made this uh, decision to stop this uh, investment. But when we start to um, analyze all those scenarios, it might be that a good decision will be to invest uh, in that production line because during the optimistic scenario, we will need it. Mm -hmm. So that's the uh, fair point. Uh, of course, we need to look at the cash. So let's have a look at the um, pessimistic scenario. Yeah. And what we call in an MPM is a kind of a crash test. Mm -hmm. What is a crash test? Uh, that you take all the actions that you've planned for the optimistic scenario. So you've made a decision to invest in the production line and the demand will not come. Mm -hmm. In other words, you've put the place actions for the optimistic but the pessimistic scenario turned out to be the true mm -hmm. how the cash will end uh, i mean what will the cash flow will the company will survive uh, if not you need to go back to the optimistic scenario see what kind of actions we need to postpone we need to reject we need to cancel so during the crash test, we will survive as a company. Yeah. Because the crisis, it just right now at the moment. But uh, what is more important is what will happen afterwards. And if mm -hmm. we will prepare as a company, will be, uh, will the company be prepared for, for the upturn? All right, perfect. This is my last questions, but still quite relevant to what we discuss in our conversation. So my question is, uh, what are the main challenges we may have with this kind of a scenario planning? Uh, I think the main challenge is to start. <laughs> start it, right? Yeah. Uh, furthermore, uh, another challenge, uh, very often, even if we talk about uh, sales and operations planning, uh, many companies uh, think about uh, forecasting and uh, think about the SNOP as only uh, one number. Mm -hmm. And all the companies try to stick to this one number. Mm -hmm. And uh, what we are telling our customers, no, 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 not one number, but three different scenarios. Mm -hmm. okay. So that may be the challenge because this is a challenge not within the company, but the, within the head of the uh, top management people. Mm -hmm. They need to be focused on the three different, three, three different scenario. Um, of course, someone can say that uh, it's not possible to predict when the pandemic will stop. 
at particular market. Uh, yes, fully agree. But what we did uh, in Poland, and we passed this information to our customers, was the information optimistic scenario, pessimistic scenario, mm -hmm. how they can use this for this internal planning, their internal planning. Um, if you don't do this, uh, I would say your forecast error will be always 100%. Yeah. Of course, you, you can wait until uh, the World Health Organization will announce that, okay, in Poland is not the pandemic anymore, but probably you will be late. You will be something like two, maybe four, yeah. even weeks behind your competitors. Mm -hmm. So it's better to do it yourself, even with a huge forecast error, but, but to do it. Another challenge um, is the fact that... Um, that uh, the ability to analyze such a scenario, so many scenarios. So uh, try not to predict everything. Just mm -hmm. a general information will be enough. Mm -hmm. And very often what we say is you have to analyze, you have to get the information. Uh, and very good example is from Korea. Uh, I think it was uh, person number 31, as far as I remember the number, because in pandemia, in pandemic in Korea was quite smooth. It was something like 10 positive cases every day. Mm -hmm. And all of a sudden, one person uh, was the cause of the whole pandemic in the, in the Korea afterwards. So mm -hmm. the, the whole lockdown, you cannot predict such a situation. Uh, you cannot predict that at your supplier side, at your supplier, somebody will be in a quarantine and the whole factory will be in quarantine. Mm -hmm. But you have to take this under consideration and act during your uh, during your SNOP meetings. Mm -hmm. All right, cool. So thanks so much and thanks for coming, Red. With continued success and goodbye. Thank you. Bye-bye. At Bichara Supply Chain, we are committed to driving global perspective to embrace technological adaptation in improving process efficiencies. Don't forget to subscribe, like, and share Bichara Supply Chain. And stay tuned for the latest updates. To learn more, visit our website www.bicharasupplychain.com. Thank you for listening to us. We look forward to seeing you at our next episode.